Hello, everyone. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. This episode is coming out on Valentine's Day, but if you're not listening to it when it comes out, happy Valentine's Day anyways. Happy Valentine's um, Day from 2A Romantics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The other day at work, one of my coworkers was like, what do asexuals do on Valentine's Day? And I'm like, what oh. does anybody do on Valentine's Day? <laughs> You know, Valentine's Day, the day where you're legally obligated to have sex with your romantic partner. It's punishable by a court of law. Yeah, we all know this. What do you do? I hide. I yeah. hide. The Romo can't get me if I hide. <laughs> no, the, re the real answer is, I go to work because it's Tuesday. Yeah, I do the exact same thing that everybody else does. You'll you'll see what I do on Valentine's Day because you also work Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be wearing a pin that has a heart on it, but it's also got wings and eyes because it's a biblically accurate cupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good pin, I like it. I was like, Hooray. should I wear this? Do you think people will be mad? And my coworkers are like, no, that's cool as hell. Fuck yeah. Like, nice, 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 nice. I shouldn't say biblically accurate Cupid, because I feel like people will imagine the cherubim, and that's not what this looks like at all. It's fine. <laughs> it's cute. It's just fun. It's fun and cute. Um. Anyways, uh, we are not... I mean, it's not a very Valentine's Day-themed episode, but I don't know what a Valentine's Day-themed episode would be. Um, we already did Ralph and Sue Dibney. Yeah, honestly, that's that's as romantic as it gets. So, <laughs> I don't know. We, we have nothing else to offer you. Um, but we are going to be talking about uh, Jade. Because we talked about her twin brother obsidian last week and you know if uh obsidian gets an episode then jade should also get an episode hashtag um, equality that's equality um <laughs> we're feminists if we here at capes and japes we are nothing if not feminists now see the problem with jade is we we would have probably done her first, except we could not remember if we had talked about her yet between the many Green Lantern episodes that we did. Yeah, we 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 crammed a lot of Green Lanterns in there, and also, um, in the middle of that, we both kind of went into like a Guy Kyle like fugue state. So there's no we, memory of who we talked about except Guy Kyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, we're here, we're doing an episode on Jade. Um, obviously some of her backstory overlaps with her twin brother. Um, Interesting how also, that would happen. Yeah, it's it, it wild. Um, but she also does uh, a bunch of her own stuff. So, Like dating Kyle um, Rayner. <laughs> hey, like... What it? Sorry. Uh -huh. Um, could Todd also date Kyle Rayner? I'm going to go ahead and pitch that Todd should date Kyle Rayner. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say Kyle Rayner should stop dating women. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go well. And maybe if he dates Todd, they'll both be happier. Um, so yes, I do think both of the twins should date Kyle Rayner. Um, anyways, so if you didn't listen to the Obsidian episode, um, or you don't remember what happened at the beginning, just, uh, real quick, Jade is the daughter of Alan Scott, the Golden Age Green Lantern, um, and her mother is a woman named Rose Canton who was a, had a supervillain, uh, alter ego called Thorn, 
Um, but it was a situation where she had a dissociative identity disorder, basically, and Thorn was uh, an evil alter. So she would, you know, Thorn would go and do crimes, and then Rose would, you know, not have control over the things that Thorn did. She eventually, she was quote-unquote cured by the Amazons, fell in love with Alan Scott, uh, got married to him, and then on their honeymoon, uh, the Thorn personality resurfaced. So she was like, oh no, uh, my evil personality is going to kill my husband. Um, so she, uh, faked her own death. A rational response. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As a, Ran away. Hey, uh, do you think she thought that, uh-huh. like, by faking her own death good enough, her altar would be like, damn, I guess we're not married anymore on account of us being dead? Yeah. Damn, I can't believe we died and I'm dead now. Guess there's nothing for me to do. Um, So she... uh. She is pregnant with twins, and she's like, well, I can't uh, raise these children because uh, I might end up hurting them. It wouldn't be safe. So she uh, gives the twins up for adoption. And uh, we talked about uh, Todd Todd Rice last week is adopted uh, by a... into kind of an abusive situation. Um, Jade is uh, adopted into, from everything I can tell, just like a pretty normal family. Um, She is named uh, Jennifer Lynn Hayden. Jennifer hyphen Lynn. Um, So she uh, goes by that or by Jenny Lynn. Um... Or sometimes just like Jen or Jenny. But she grows up in this pretty normal family. Um, she is green. She becomes green at a certain point and then her parents are like, well, you're adopted. Yeah, so we have to tell you, um, we didn't know about this. You are adopted. I guess it's finally time to tell you you're adopted because we can't explain why you're green and it's probably something to do with your birth parents. Yeah, that would be the likeliest explanation here. Also, I cannot imagine that the comics in the 80s were being very good about the adoption process. Yeah, no, no, Probably I don't think so. Probably not the most so. mindful. I don't think comics today would even be very good about processing adoption as an institution. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll, I would say for sure there are some things that comics does not really have the nuance <laughs> to really get a handle on. Number one, mental illness. Number two, <laughs> race. Number three. Yep, 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 et yep. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, what truly, truly, what is this podcast if not just a cataloging of all the things that comics is not really equipped to handle? Um, so she obviously is green, um, starts, uh, looking into, you know, trying to figure out what she can find out about the circumstances of her birth and her adoption. In doing so, uh, discovers her, uh, brother's existence. Um, the two of them meet up, um, discover that they both have superpowers and, uh, end up founding, or, or along with some other, uh, children and descendants of, uh, superheroes become founding members of Infinity Inc. Um, I think they maybe try to join the JSA first and the JSA says no. Um, also at this point, the two of them, um, 
suspect that their dad is Alan Scott, the Green Lantern, but they don't have proof of it. But uh, Jade's main power at this point is uh, Green Lantern powers, and also she's green. Um, so that's a big clue for them. Um, so she has a uh, star-shaped birthmark on her hand, and she is able to, uh, without having a green lantern ring, create the, you know, like, energy constructs that a green lantern ring would create. Um, she also has, um, the same weakness that, uh, Alan Scott green lantern had that I don't think is carried over, where she can't her powers can't affect wood. Um, I mean, for everybody's gotta have a weakness. Yeah, they they gotta. All right, Jade, we gotta defeat this villain. Oh yeah, who who is he? The carpenter. Oh no! Oh, fuck him out. Um, there's this. Uh, so the the thing about. Alan Scott Green Lantern, um, that we also talked about a little bit last week, is that he is created before they come up with the idea of the Green Lantern core. Like, that's basically a reboot of, you know, the Green Lantern idea. But once they all start existing in the same universe, they have to kind of retrofit the Alan Scott Green Lantern backstory into the, like, Green Lantern core story. And, uh, part of this is the Starheart, which is the source of Alan Scott's power, which is a, uh, magical green meteor that, uh, fell to Earth thousands of years ago and uh eventually got crafted into a magical lantern um which is what alan scott uses to give his ring its power so they uh retcon this they like uh retcon back in that like alan scott like found like a uh like, an old Green Lantern ring from, like, a, a Green Lantern who died, and also that, uh, this, uh, meteor, the Starheart, was, uh, created by the Guardians, who are, like, the overseers of the whole kind of Green Lantern situation. <laughs> um, and, uh, it is semi it's like created from like a bunch of residual magical energy and then it gains sentience sort of um so that is the source of alan scott's power and also the source of uh jade's power um but Alan, like, uses a ring to channel it, and Jade is just, like, it's it's just, like, naturally part of her. It's, like, because Alan, you know, was, like, tapping into this energy for so long when he had a kid. It, she was just, she was green, and she uh, had a connection to this star heart. Um, this, this... I find the Starheart stuff kind of confusing, mostly because the Starheart itself does have motivations, which I do find sort of unclear. Uh, but we will get to that. I mean, how could we understand the Starheart's motivations? We are not sentient green meteorites. I mean, you know, that's true. Um, anyways, so, uh, Jade and Obsidian are on, uh, Infinity Inc. together. Um, they do discover that their, uh, you know, their biological father is Alan Scott, as they, uh, 
expected. They also um have like a they have a fight with their mom and she like uh sends them to their like, room. <laughs> yeah, she sends them to their room. She grounds them. Um she um I think like wrestles back control from like the thorn personality and like stabs herself and then as she's dying she's like children i'm your mother and i gave you away so my evil personality wouldn't kill you um (laughs) just as you're dying by the way i'm your mom by the way i'm your mom bye just leave your traumatized (laughs) children to unpack that um i gave birth to you yes um Tell Alan I'm sorry. I'm sorry I faked my death and also did all the other stuff. Bye. Um, so, yes. So they uh, find this out. They're able to, you know, reconnect with Alan, which is good. And uh, while she is uh, on Infinity Inc., she has a brief... Um, romantic relationship with uh brainwave jr who is the son of a supervillain uh called brainwave obviously and uh brainwave jr ends up becoming evil um because i think uh it like his dad dies and like as he's dying he like gives Brainwave Jr. his powers, and then the powers, uh, start making him lose it a little bit. Um. You know what they say, power corrupts. Yes. And Brainwave power corrupts Brainwavely. Indeed. So, uh, he, he and Jade break up, I think, before that. Um, but, uh, it's, it's, somewhat short-lived um jade ends up uh moving to new york city um to be a photographer where she meets um our friend kyle rayner and ends up living with him and then dating him i think um just to just two cool young artists in NYC. Um, she uh, also uh, gets involved with uh, this thing. There's a thing going on with the Starheart. Um, and Jade and Alan have to fight <laughs> it. Um, and ultimately... Um, Alan is able to stop the Starheart from doing question mark um, by uh, absorbing the power into his body. Like, he absorbs the Starheart and he starts using the name Sentinel. Um, But because the Starheart is now uh, inside Alan's body... Uh, Jade loses her Green Lantern-related powers because she's not, like, connected to that energy anymore. Thanks, Um, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for absorbing my source of power. Me every time my dad eats the leftovers. (laughs) Absolutely same. Um, she discovers in this time that she has um also inherited her mom's uh plant related powers so i guess she can control wood but only using half of her power set um and uh it's also revealed that the reason that her that she's green because she has chlorophyll in her skin because she has plant powers um I will say, I think the plant powers thing lasts for, like, a very brief amount of time in this, and then it doesn't really come up again. Um, but I think it's cool. I mean, it's a little bit, like, 
G Jade, how come, you know, DC lets you have two power sets? But it's cool. Um, so she, uh, she and Kyle, um, start dating. And at some point, uh, Kyle is, uh, needs to, you know, go into space and do Green Lantern stuff. And he's like, uh, I'm going to be leaving for a while, but before I go, um, I have, (laughs) I have this extra Green Lantern ring, um, that I'm, I'm just going to sneakily leave with you so you can, uh, have Green Lantern powers back, even though you're definitely not supposed to just, you know, get Green Lantern rings and, like, give them out to people. Um, I mean, like, in fairness, she already had the Green Lantern powers, so, like, they know she, you know, is not gonna do anything bad with them. Um... And I've, I, like, I fully support breaking the rules of the Green Lantern Corps because, um, d- fuck the police. But it is definitely, <laughs> like, you're definitely not supposed to do that. ACAB, unfortunately, does include Kyle Rayner. ACAB does include Kyle Rayner. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of comic book characters where you have to be like, well, unfortunately... A cab. A cab does also <laughs> include Renee Montoya, which is like, well, unfortunate. Unfortunate. Um anyways, um so she gets her Green Lantern powers back and then uh she gets her original powers back um because uh remember Ion? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think so. I all I I I know we must have like touched on this when we talked about Kyle. You don't really need to remember Ion. Um but Ion is like a god-like entity that like represents um like the like the the core the soul of like the green part of the emotional spectrum in the same way that like um parallax uh who is uh well parallax was just how jordan went super evil <laughs> and then they retconned it to be like parallax is like a fear god that possessed hal jordan um but hal jordan the, was still there Yes, Hal Jordan was involved, but he he got possessed by uh, an evil godlike entity that like represents you know all fear in the universe. Um, and I gotta be the a same. lot of just like pray fear, just like oh god a bird, oh, oh god, geez. oh no, oh fuck it's a hawk. Could you? Uh, I'm gonna get eaten. <laughs> the yellow lantern just like oh fuck it's a hawk. Okay, chill chill that's not my fear that's not my fear that's the mouse fear that's the mouse fear talking yeah i just gotta just gotta move past the mouse fear i'm not afraid of hawks (laughs) um so anyways ion is that but for willpower um and ion sort of uh kyle like absorbs ion um Basically, it's less of, like, a possession thing, um, and oh, somewhat more, uh, consensual, um, Well, but... yeah, it's willpower. I would, I would assume it's a little better than fear? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so... Also, like, Kyle... what does willpower do? Does it just go around like, you got this, buddy? Yeah, you can do it. Just gotta believe in yourself. Um... So, uh, for a little bit there, Kyle has, uh, kind of god powers. Um. I had a nickel for every time a fucking superhero got god powers for a little bit, I'd be the richest man alive. I would. Honestly, if even if it was just, like, every time it happened to Kyle, it'd be like, I'd have, like, three or four nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird. (laughs) Um. So, uh, he uses 
the ion powers to um give jade her innate powers back so she doesn't need the green lantern ring anymore she's back to just having like inherent green lantern energy um the star heart was in you all along yeah exactly you never needed the feather to fly um she and kyle get engaged um but uh engaged in combat no damn to get married um but uh they break it off um because uh kyle leaves to go into space again and uh jenny ends up uh developing feelings for someone else i couldn't find what this guy's name was so i guess he's not very important um but hey he has one thing going for him he's not in space he's not in space and he is uh not kyle rayner who i love but you shouldn't be dating him it doesn't go well um she ends up joining the um outsiders uh during the like nightwing arsenal um outsiders era and she actually leads the team for a while which is very cool um she leads she leads the team because dick and roy are having like extreme tension all the time and she's like neither of you can be in charge the vibes are so bad i'm in charge now and they're like yes miss jenny lynn yeah yeah you know what we trust you um she um also becomes friends with donna troy which is fun because they have both dated kyle rayner um and uh like crops up in a few other places like some green lantern stuff occasional like justice league stuff um you know she's around in outsiders uh and then whoops during infinite crisis uh in 2005 um she is killed um she dies uh she rip i know she is uh like part of the team uh in space that's like uh there's like part of this is like there's like a war between uh ran and thanagar space stuff it's space stuff we don't need to worry about it um she is uh she and like some of the kyle and some other kind of like space uh related people are trying to uh prevent the war and also like stop like superboy prime from uh punching a hole in reality or like whatever he's trying to do i (laughs) i need to re-review what actually happens in infinite crisis but every time i'm just like i don't i'm freaking it's crisis stuff um but uh jade is uh killed by like an energy surge in the space-time continuum um and uh kyle is there um and so we're gonna blame this on kyle so this yeah this this one is on kyle especially because like with her dying breath she like uh gives back the like power that like kyle gave her when he was ion um which like out of context is like a very you know it's like a sweet and meaningful gesture um it's just in the context of kyle rayner's endless parade of fridged women it's like oh literally his like ex-fiance died to give him more power yeah that's rough yeah it sucks it sucks and i'm saying like i made this clear when we talked about kyle too i really like kyle as a character and kyle isn't like in narrative responsible for the things that happen 
to the women in his life, it just sucks so much that it keeps happening. Um, so he, uh, becomes Ion again, um, like, kind of in Jade's memory, and he, like, consoles, you know, Alan, who's also devastated by, you know, the death of his daughter, um, by being, like, you know, she gave me this power, and now it's, like, she's part of me, and she'll, like, always be with us, and all of that, like, uh, nice stuff, um, but... She is dead for a few years, um, and then during Blackest Night, obviously, she shows up as a Black Lantern zombie ghost, um, and- Because the only uh, one who didn't is Don Hall, because he's at peace. <laughs> yes, the only one. Um, she, uh, goes after Kyle, she, like, uh, you know, summons, like, Black Lanterns of, like- the other women he has cared about who oh, hell yeah. <laughs> have died. Um, which is like, I mean, like, on the one hand, I'm like, cool that they're like acknowledging <laughs> that this is a pattern. But on the other, it's like, you're still using these dead women to make him sad. But also get his ass. <laughs> but also get his ass. Um, he uh, gets rescued by his uh, current girlfriend at the time. Uh, Soranik Natu, um, uh, Sinestro's daughter. <laughs> um. That'll end up well, I bet. Yeah, you know, everything goes well for everybody involved. Um, but she d- does basically just, like, punch this zombie jade so hard she explodes. Um. I guess. Yeah. Uh. Are we supposed to like that comics? <laughs> I mean, it's like, like, it's not jade it's you know an evil reanimated version of jade who only wants uh you know death and destruction um but yeah it's uh there's a lot um but after that jade is one of the uh black lanterns who are actually like properly resurrected um and, like, comes back to life actually as herself. And, uh, she and Kyle get back together because Soranik broke up with Kyle because she's like, it's clear you still have a lot to unpack about your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um, so they, um, just after this, there's that whole weird thing where, um, the Starheart possesses Alan Scott and uh Todd Obsidian um for reasons unclear <laughs> um and uh Jade and uh Obsidian get fused together into one uh like superpowered Starheart entity until they are separated by some sort of, like, white lantern entity that's, like, lending Jade power. Um, and then Kyle also helps. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Alan and Todd are unpossessed and return to normal, but Jade and Todd can't, like, uh, be around each other or they might, uh, accidentally fuse again. Um, and then... She is, like, she's Eclipso just for a hot second. <laughs> um, if I just... also had a nickel for every time somebody was Eclipsoed for a hot second. Yeah, truly. Eclipso's just out here Eclipsoing everyone. It's fine. It's his deal. Yeah, it's, it's just what he does. Um, so Who he takes among over... us have not been Eclipsoed? <laughs> it's like the, uh, it's like the guy... Who's the guy in Kingdom Hearts who possesses everybody? The fuck if I know? I haven't played Kingdom Hearts. Where's my friend Kat when I need her? Okay, there's a guy in, King- in Kingdom Hearts who possesses everybody, and there's a funny word that they use for when you get possessed by him. Um, it's, uh, it's like that, but Eclipso. Uh, Eclipso reveals that uh, his plan is to uh, 
kill God. <laughs> to kill God. Again, Christian God, who's a significant part of Eclipso's backstory. Um, kill God by, uh, killing everybody on Earth so there would be nobody alive to believe in or love God and God will die. <laughs> I um, guess that's one way to do it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh... They, ultimately, obviously, they stop Eclipso, they free Jade from Eclipso control. Um, it doesn't super matter, because, again, this is happening right before everything gets rebooted. So, uh, in the New 52, Jade does not show up, um, as is the case with, uh, most kind of JSA-associated characters. Because of the way New 52 works, where they were trying to, you know, reset everything and streamline it, and it didn't work, and it made everything worse, but we all know that. Um, and then later they retcon it as like, oh, it was Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen uh, trying to erase the uh, JSA from uh, existence. Um, so she... Shows up along with Obsidian briefly in, uh, Doomsday Clock, um, and, uh, she also shows up in the story we talked about last week where, uh, Alan comes out to, uh, her and Todd as gay and says that, you know, Todd being out gave him the courage to be himself, um, you know, and also, and also he loves his daughter, but, um, I think it would have been good if, uh, Jenny had been like, oh, I'm also gay, actually. If that's, if we're just all just going around, I <laughs> if, am also if gay. If we're all just doing this, I am also gay. And <laughs> Todd's like, weren't you just with T Kyle Rayner? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. About that. Made me think we about both some realize things. some stuff about ourselves. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Listen, we all, you know, it's a spectrum. It's a journey. Um, all of that. Uh, but yeah, since then, I am not sure um, if she's had uh, too much to do. I think she might have had a, um, like a brief infinite frontier appearance and i think she showed up very very briefly in um dark crisis on infinite earths but that was just sort of a big like the jsa is all back and they're here to help so i don't think she had really anything uh significant going on um but she is back um and i Hope that we get to keep seeing her, because I think she's cool. And I, um, I like her in Obsidian. I love twins. Um, I like her, uh, I like that she's green. I like her design in general. Um, and, uh, yeah, I wish, I wish her the best. Um, did you have anything else to add? No, I haven't been reading comics. I've just been working on cosplay. In fact, I'm working on cosplay right now. I'm sorry if anybody can hear embroidery noises this episode. I, I mean, I heard just like very, very faint background noise. And I'm like, oh, that's probably Briar trying to figure out cosplay. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten a good amount on this sash done, though. Hell yeah. Um, I've. Today I started working on Orem's dreaded sandals. <laughs> I I hate this man. I hate this man and his shoes. Uh, I continue I hate to this work. Man who I have decided to cosplay because I like him, but I do hate him. Look, I mean, remember um, before you saw him in anything, but you saw the his design and you're like oh that's briar core yeah 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 absolutely just yeah yeah yep and you're like oh that's the new liam o'brien character and i'm like yeah and you're like mm, mm -hmm. mm. yep well 
I'm I'm wishing you luck. Um, Thanks. I still have like 65 things to do and like 30 odd days to do it in. So two things per day. Two things per day. Um, I um also did not. Well, I read um a little bit more of the Zeb 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 Wells uh, New Mutants, which I've been reading slowly. Um. Also, uh, yesterday was the Super Bowl, um, and they, uh, premiered trailers for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, and the, uh, new, uh, The Flash, um, I have not watched the Flash trailer yet. I I saw they did a weird thing. They like played a commercial for the trailer during the Super Bowl, and then they were like, "Go watch the trailer online," which I guess is obviously because trailers are long, and you know it's very very expensive to buy ad space during the Super Bowl. Um, but it is it's just a little bit funny to have. A commercial, a commercial for, for a commercial. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I did watch the the Guardians trailer, um, and they uh, hooked me in by uh, the song that they use is uh, "Since You've Been Gone" by not the Kelly Clarkson one, um, the '80s song "Since You've Been Gone" by Rainbow, which slaps. Honestly, like it's it like it kicks ass. It's a great song. I was just like, oh. and like my dad also loved it, and my dad like introduced me to the song. So I like walked away from. I was at my parents' house, and I like walked away from the TV and went to the computer to like look up the trailer so I could watch it. And I was like, holy shit, dad, <laughs> they're playing the song. Um, other than yeah, that, I didn't, I'm kind of like I couldn't. I, I couldn't really catch any of the trailers because it was too loud in my house with um yes three children running around. But I we did see part of the Guardians trailer, and it looked interesting. Could not hear a word they were saying. But then my sister was like, "How is Gamora there?" And I'm like, "Do you not remember her coming back?" <laughs> And she's like, no. And I'm like, the alternate Thanos came to, like, get the Infinity Stones. And she's like, when was this? And I'm like, Endgame, a movie that you've probably seen more than I have. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had to, like, look up a clip. (laughs) And she's like, okay, I vaguely remember this. I'm like, how do I, a person who only watches Marvel films now for podcasts, not for fun, mostly just for podcast. <laughs> Remember this more than you do. Incredible. Really? I mean, I guess the lesson is, maybe if more people have a podcast about Marvel movies, they'll remember more things that happen in them. I guess, but I still can't remember anything from Thor Dark World, so no, the jury's no. out. <laughs> You're right. I um, remember Natalie Portman floating, but I'm pretty sure that's just because that was in the trailer. It's just two hours of Natalie Portman floating around. Um, Just some red miasma. Yeah. Um, So, Guardians trailer got the high evolutionary in it. Um, So, everybody get excited to unpack the high evolutionary. Um, And uh, very, again, a very, very brief glimpse of uh, Adam Warlock. But he is in it. Um, cool. Yes. The Flash trailer, I didn't watch. I'm just, I'm just so, yeah. like. Yeah. I like how they introduced Adam Warlock after they took Thanos out of the picture completely. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, these men are not allowed to be friends. Absolutely not. Um, we cannot have them in the same place at the same time. Uh, Flash trailer like the uh, the brief cl- the clips I saw in the trailer for the trailer did look kind of cute, but I'm also just so like I don't I I don't think this movie should still be happening. They're doing um, multiverse stuff, right? Yeah, they're doing multiverse stuff. 
You could um, completely just get a different flash. Just, just start over. Um, and I'm so sad because I did used to like Ezra Miller, and then they kind of did a bunch of fucked up shit, and I'm like, you know what? D- never mind. Yeah, same. I mean, that was like, they were, you know, one of the things I really liked about, uh, you know, Justice League 2017 is I, like, I found them as obviously Wally, even though it was called I, Barry. I was gonna say Wally West, and I'm like, no, shit. Yeah, w- Wally West. Barry Allen in name, Wally West in spirit. Like, I found that very charming. Um, Maybe we could get a real Wally West. Maybe we could get just an actual, literal Wally West. Um, Who do you think it, could play Wally West? Oh, that's a good question. I gotta, I gotta take some time to go into my actor mind palace to think. Because I also, like, I wouldn't have necessarily been, like, Ezra Miller for The Flash, but watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, that works. Um, anyways, um, as, as many people have pointed out, it's, like, baffling to me that, like, the Batgirl movie can get, a deleted from existence forever after being done but they're like we are still going to keep going with the flash um but but the taxes it's about taxes it's a bunch of tax stuff that i wouldn't understand with my silly little girl brain um also nobody cares about women (laughs) nobody wants to watch a movie with a woman in it um i sure don't but uh it is it is happening so we'll we'll see um i'm definitely not going to watch it in theaters that's for sure yeah no i'm, I'm not i'm not going to it uh, if i do watch it it's not going to be in a theater it's god i am not going to risk covid for that of all things oh my god could you imagine <laughs> Can you imagine I if you went, got COVID flash? I went to see the Flash movie and all I got was a bad taste in my mouth and also COVID. Yeah. Um, Which might be connected now that I'm thinking about it. Wait a second. Um. Anyways, I think I think those were the two big trailers. that the, I don't think there were any others. Um. But, uh, yeah. I mean, just... Fast X. <laughs> could God be a damn. superhero movie for all we know. I mean, it kind of seems like it. It kind of seems like The way they work those cars? Yeah, these guys have superpowers at this point. Um, they have superpowers and also found family. So, it's a superhero movie, I guess. Yeah. So I guess I have to go back and watch the trailer for Fast X. So we can talk about it on our superhero podcast. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an actual Fast and Furious movie, if I'm being honest. I also haven't. I, um, I know, I mean, I say I know very little about the Fast and the Furious. I think there's not that much to get. It's about family. It's about family and driving cars very fast and furiously. Yes. Um. This is my understanding. Yes. Uh, but... Other than that, I, uh, I don't know. I I don't know what, uh, I know this man's name is Dom. I don't know, um, where his love for cars comes from. If this is his career to drive cars very fast and furiously. Um, if he's wanted by the law or just increasingly unhinged people who also drive cars very fast and furiously um impossible to say uh <laughs> maybe we can do a no bonus easy solution there's no easy solution to figure out what the fast and the furious movies are about there's simply no way for us to know the this lore is, is lost to time it's absolutely it's you know like the uh rosetta stone it's like just buried out there um, anyways, that is 
all that I have to say. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us online, you can find us at Capes and Japes on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, you can join our Discord server. Feel free to come on, uh, and chat with us and, uh, give Briar encouragement in their cosplay journey. Um, we, uh, have a Patreon. If you want to support us on there, you can get bonus content, watch things with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't support us on Patreon or you don't feel like it, but you still want to help out the show, uh, telling a friend is a great way to do that. Um, if you think they would want to, um, leaving a rating and review. Usually I say that one first. I switch it up on you. Um, if, uh, you can do that, we really appreciate it. Um, and just coming back and joining us as you have done once again today on Capes and Japes. So thank you for listening. I don't know why I feel like I'm like zoning out on the outro that I've done 265 times or whatever. It's because Um, you switched it up on us. You completely lost your script. I lost my whole script. Uh, I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, maybe I'm Wally West now. Hey! Maybe Briar could do Wally West.